Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mind Ascension podcast. I am Ari Devi, an intuitive lifestyle specialist, clairsentient spiritual advisor, and music artist. I help you tap into your inner world and higher guidance system and support you while you discover the deeper meaning behind your life, journey, and purpose. If you want to cultivate personal growth, have spiritual awareness, and dive deep into your subconscious mind to reprogram for empowerment and liberation, then this podcast is for you. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I hope you are well, um, and I hope your week's been going well and all of that kind of stuff. Thank you for joining me today. I am talking about a new thing that we're going to do, and that is stop judging ourselves. Stop judging yourself. Stop it. Just stop. We all know it's not as easy as that. As soon as we say stop to something, our brain focuses on it. But I really want to talk about the thoughts that you have about yourself and what it means to judge yourself. You may think you're not beautiful enough. That's a judgment. You may think you're not earning enough money. That's a judgment. You may think that you are not capable of achieving the things that you want to achieve. That's a judgment. So I really want to bring attention today to what we focus on and what we say to ourselves about ourselves in our head. There definitely comes a time in life where we are so used to the judgments we have of ourselves that we don't actually tune into where it comes from, why we have it. And we don't even, we almost start becoming unaware and unconscious that we even have those judgments. Because it's just something that's repeated over and over again and we stop paying attention to what we say to ourselves. And I really want to bring attention to that. When you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? What do you think Because you might have practiced it so much that you don't even know what you think anymore. So the next time you look in the mirror, I really want you to, instead of paying attention to what you look like, I want you to pay attention to what immediately comes on in your mind. Because that will be a judgment that you keep doing. And I am going to release a mirror meditation that you can do, Uh, I'm going to release it on my YouTube channel, that you can do while looking in the mirror to really uncover what you really think about yourself. And I want you to really focus on what other judgments do you have of yourself? What are your day-to-day thoughts? And only through things like meditation, we can start becoming aware of what that is, because That's a time where we quiet our mind, but we're not asleep. And that's the beauty of it. And then we can start exploring different parts of our process and our habitual thinking patterns. Now, most of the things that we think about is not actually what we think of ourselves. It's something that we've absorbed. 
it's something that we've absorbed from our culture it might be something that your parents said it might be something that even a friend mentioned once in high school or something and you just kind of thought okay that is what I am um let's just go back to high school for a second secondary school what was something that was frequent frequently said about you that you just ran with and you still hold that belief today because the things that are said to us when we are young when we are in primary school or when we are in secondary school is actually more important than you think they are because that is a time in our life where we are really developing our identity we're really trying to find out who we are in the world and we always judge our worth and how important we are by the reactions that we get from the outside world and that's really heightened when we are younger because we have had to rely on those reactions to survive we have we had to please our parents when we were younger we had to please our caregivers when we are younger when we were younger because that's the time where we relied on them for so many different things safety all of that kind of stuff now you might say to me but what about cuz i was cuz you know i'm getting to the point where that's where people pleasing comes from and you might challenge me and say well what about those kids that you know don't please their parents they really act up they're really difficult um by the definition of society in schools what happens then what does that mean well that child or that individual has created a scenario where they will be getting attention by doing that no child or no person adult is going to do something if there is not some sort of payoff if the child tried people pleasing their parents and their parents didn't give them the attention that they wanted but then they threw a tantrum and they got what they wanted even if it was negative attention attention is still attention right that will compute to the human brain as every time i do this i get this and that's what that's why that happens so going back to the whole thing of people pleasing and relying on the reactions of others around us especially our caregivers to start understanding our own identity to start understanding how much value we actually provide um i mean your value is inherent you would not be on earth if you had no value but your perception of your own value you will then start being really vulnerable to what people think about you to how people react to you to how you come across to certain people and you really start taking on parts of other reactions to you as your own identity both good and bad now i remember in secondary school i was very even in primary school i moved around a lot my parents moved around a lot because of my mom's job she she's a doctor and she had to 
I don't know what it's called. It's like when you're first starting out as a doctor, you need to go on rotation or something like that. So we moved around a lot. And this means I was, you know, moving as frequently as every four months sometimes. Not to mention that I actually came from a different country to here, to the UK when I was five. And um, that was the thing which you know, that's a whole different story that I will go into. But despite that, I was also moving around really, really frequently. And I, it was so fascinating looking back on that point in my life, because I would be moving around all different parts of the UK. And I am of ethnic origin, I'm Indian. So in that time, it was like different parts of the UK had a different perception of people of a different race. And I did find, I at one point I was really confused because I'd go to some places and I would be treated as just normal, like another kid in, in the class. And I'd go to another area and they would, I would be the alien because I was the only brown person in my class and they had never seen um, anyone else of my colour and like just everything about me, right? And I, that was really integral in creating my identity in a lot of ways I've felt a lot of sadness about what I had to experience like the racism I had to experience when I was younger but I see that the positivity in that now because there's always a you know a good side to everything and there's always a reason for the lessons is that I got so comfortable with not having to rely on other like some people wouldn't even sit next to me because I was brown right they'd be like I don't want to sit next to you um, I don't understand you. They would come and say things like, my parents don't want me to play with you because you're brown. Um, yeah, and then I had to get really used to just being left to my own devices. And that's a real strength that I have today. Now I can really walk against the grain um, without that much fear of judgment compared to other people that I've witnessed that haven't gone through something like that. And they worry more about how people will react to them. Whereas I am used to, there's a certain part of me that's used to that. So I actually have that strength and that conviction and power to actually go against the grain and stand up for things that I believe in and talk out about things. I'm not saying I'm an expert at it. Obviously, there is some level of something, but it's more than other people. Right. Hence why I've really gone against a lot of things that were expected of me. I've really like gone for things I've wanted to go for. And what has this got to do with stop judging yourself? It goes back to just remembering what was put on you. And if you still hold that belief to this day and how you perceive that belief. I was an alien I still feel like an alien, literally, I am an alien. (laughs) But I have used it to my advantage. I have used it to my advantage to be compassionate um, to other people that might feel that they're on the outskirts of something. And I've also used it to my advantage to use it as my strength to do the things I wanted to do. And it has served me in my life, it really has. And I can understand why I was... I came with that purpose on earth to experience that. So I have transformed that belief 
right? But some beliefs don't get transformed. Let's take the example of somebody saying that you were overweight in school, for instance, right? And I see this a lot with women um, that I've worked with. They have felt that, you know, they've been called overweight by just whoever when they were young, when especially around the age of 12, 13, when you're becoming from a child to a teenager and so many changes in your body and you just kind of, you don't even know you're fat, right? I didn't personally deal with this, but this I'm just relaying to what I've heard. They don't even understand that they're what society calls fat because there is a certain thing that comes with that but really we just all have different body shapes and we all we all have when we're developing like you know you don't know what's going to happen in two years in fact a lot of them shed their weight in two years got rid of just naturally they don't like go to the gym or anything from the age of 12 to 14 just naturally growing up it just came off but at that tender age they got called all kinds of names by their peers and they have held on to that belief and now they are even by societal standards they would be called slim and I say societal standards because I really want you to understand these are not my views these are society's views I feel everybody comes in different shapes and forms and sizes and colors and heights and that's the beauty of diversity but you know in societies in cultural whatever um and they're slim now right And they still hold on to that belief that I am overweight. So when they look in in the mirror, they are still thinking and feeling that they are overweight. And if you don't check this, it becomes a disorder. It becomes an eating disorder. And you are now judging yourself in a way that's not even real. It's not even who you are today. It's because you have literally held on to a belief from... 10 20 years ago and you have let it affect you negatively and if you don't challenge these beliefs they really do get embedded into your identity and you attract things from that point we all know that when we hold a certain belief or view of ourselves we start to attract that from the universe it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy We literally attract people that either think that about ourselves, even though it's not true, or we just keep attracting situations where we feel like that because those are triggers. And the reason that happens is so you can resolve it. So it's so easy to say, stop judging yourself. But really, you need to challenge the judgments that you have because some of them are very outdated If I still believed that I was an alien today and no one accepted me because of my skin color, that would be, to some degree, it still does exist, but it's largely outdated from what it used to be. I do feel like the world has progressed in that time. And if I held that exact same belief, I would be attracting different scenarios. And I do want to make a podcast about things I still struggle with that, with that kind of stuff. Um the effects of the racism experience and I will talk about that when I'm ready to talk about it but it's also I have challenged that belief a lot and I have even spoken about it to my Caucasian friends 
And they were horrified. They were like, oh my God, I can't even believe that you had to go through that. I can't even imagine it, right? So it's just, I have learnt by expressing and be, being transparent that a lot has, a lot of healing has come from that. And also educating people about what, you know, people go through if they, if they are of an ethnic minority as well. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that. And um, when it comes to weight, it's just so upsetting. Like there was a period in my life, I've already, I've always been quite slim, but there was a period where I put on some weight and I didn't even realize that about myself because I'd never, be, I've, I'd never experienced that kind of shame or judgment. But somebody said, you know, people start saying, oh, you've put on weight. <laughs> These people are close to me, they're, they're honest. And I did put on weight and I lost, I've lost it now. But it's, it just kind of um, rang a bell in my mind that sometimes we don't even think that about ourselves and somebody else will say it and then we'll notice it about ourselves. So a lot of the judgments that we have about ourselves is not are not even ours. They're just not even ours. They're literally somebody else's opinion and everybody sees through their own perspective, right? If somebody's got an eating disorder, they might look at you and say you're overweight when you're not, but they're looking at that through their perspective because they can't, they struggle with seeing the beauty of their own weight. So a lot of judgment is based on their own perception where they, you know, have been tall and their own experiences. And if we start taking that on as our own identity and start running with it, now that becomes a part of us. And we start reinforcing that by looking in the mirror and judging ourselves or even just holding that belief about ourselves. And it just becomes a problem. So I really want you to challenge yourself about a few beliefs. Just take a belief a week right? And just challenge it. What do I mean about challenging it? Find out the origin. I work a lot with regression. I, I work a lot with finding out the origin of where some a belief came from and then healing that, completing that because our ego, our mind, our soul always seeks completion. And I will be releasing a meditation that you can access for free on YouTube all about like a mirror meditation you look in your mirror look in the mirror and you do this meditation so look out for that but be kind to yourself guys realize that everything in your mind is really not yours you are not your thoughts but you do need to start practicing some new thoughts especially if it's not serving you I really hope this wisdom has helped you and just yeah challenge your thoughts the, the next time you you say something to yourself take that um, thought for a whole week and challenge it ask yourself is it true where did it come from how can I you know do like a scientific experiment on it how how can I prove that this is wrong or how can I prove that this is true if it's your weight um you know start going into like well who said I was what's the average size for a woman um maybe I'm a bit taller don't just rely on the scales. Don't just rely on Photoshop edited magazine covers and Instagram influencers. Challenge it. Challenge it properly. Okay, lots and lots of love, you guys. See you for the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to get updated about new episodes. And remember, there are always free meditations and affirmations that will be posted weekly on my Ari Baby YouTube channel to continue the mind ascension process. You can find the link in the episode notes. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at I am Ari Baby to continue the discussion on what we discussed today. Again, all links in the episode notes. See you next time. So much love and light.